Attridge. My name is Kevin. I serve here as the Attridge site pastor, and uh, thank you for joining us on these uh, weekly sermon uh, video series uh, throughout the summer. I'm going to start with a bit of an update on our uh, reopening, regathering plan, and then I'll do a short video on our Summer of Soul Care series, and then we'll have a, have a song here at the end. Uh, last week we had, had said there's going to be a video put out uh, to help you with our regathering plan. As soon as we, after we made the video, the government changed the guidelines, which is a good thing because the guidelines are eased, but it, does, it makes for not yet the video not being necessary any longer. And uh, so our regathering plan is we are still planning on August 16th, depending on when you're watching this, but that could be the day that you watch this. Uh, we have welcome teams and staff and our tech teams that are being invited to the church to work through the, the reopening, regathering plan. Uh, we're going to go through all of the, the protocols with everyone and uh, make sure that we have a safe and welcoming environment uh, for you starting on August 23rd. So for August 23rd, you still need to register. We're going to be recommending masks. Uh, if you... Uh, if you aren't able to register using the church center uh, app or online, uh, we, we will be able to, to register you by calling the office, but we would prefer if you, if you uh, can use the, the church center uh, app, that would, that would be helpful. Uh, we will be uh, planning to do one service on, on the 23rd. We're starting with that. We'll see how many people show up and we'll adjust as we go. We had a great meeting with our welcome team leaders this past week. Uh, they're excited, and uh, we're excited to, to welcome you back uh, in, into the facility here. We'll continue with these videos throughout the summer, throughout the rest of August. Uh, and so if you're not uh, ready uh, to, to gather at the church, we know that there are many people that are not ready to. Uh, these videos will still be put out every week. We'll finish off our Summer of Soul Care series at, right till the end of August. And then our hope is to start live streaming services uh, in September. So if you have questions about that, uh, we will be sending out more information. Uh, you can sign up for our weekly emails. Our bulletin will be, uh, will be discontinued here at the end of August, but we will be including all that in, uh, information in our, our weekly emails. And uh, you can sign up for, for those as well on our website and, and other places. To, uh, to get the weekly emails. We're going to transition uh, to this morning's teaching time, uh, but wherever you are and whatever time this is, let's pause and uh, let's pray uh, for our, uh, our summers, our, our regathering, and uh, just pause where you are and pray with me, please. God, we thank you that uh, you are guiding us and walking with us through our reopening, regathering uh, of the church, and uh, God, we thank you for your presence with us. God, uh, meet each person where they're at right now with the hurts and the pains, the fears, and we pray that your peace would uh, wash over them, that your, your hope in the future would be present, leading them and, and guiding them. And God, that people would have a sense of your love and your presence with them today. God, help us to continue to grow uh, in our relationship with you 
Uh, thank you for the ways that you speak to us individually and corporately. And we pray that your, your presence will continue to, to lead us and guide us. In your name, amen. Our summer teaching has been called a summer of soul care. And each week we've provided you with a short teaching time and then some reflection questions and some examples for you as you have opportunity to practice this exercise. And then finally, there's also a Zoom call on Wednesday evenings where you can discuss the, this practice in community. You can ask questions and you can interact with others. Our, our hope is that we, we train you we release you, and then we debrief with you. It's a great way to learn different spiritual practices uh, in, in community. And uh, so we invite you to, uh, to learn, to practice, and then to also discuss and debrief it, how it went uh, at our Wednesday Zoom gatherings. So today, let's get into uh, our teaching. Uh, the topic is solitude and silence. And we're choosing to put these two practices together. They can be, they can be separate. You can be uh, in solitude, but not be silent. You can be silent, but not be by yourself, but in solitude. Uh, but for this week's practice, we're going to encourage you to be by yourself and to be totally quiet. Now, for those of you whose life circumstance and situation has you alone, uh, I want to recognize how hard it is to hear about this practice when, when you may be just absolutely craving community. Uh, you, you may feel like this practice has been forced on you when you wish you weren't alone. Like a, like a person who suddenly lost their hearing and is craving anything but silence. But disciplines aren't forced. Disciplines aren't circumstantial. Uh, they are to be chosen intentionally. As hard as it may be, uh, the, the way you practice this discipline this week, for some of you may simply be a short, deliberate acceptance of being alone. That may step you forward in your discomfort and with your accepting your life circumstance. Instead of, of resisting, being alone or wishing that things were different, I pray that God gives you extra grace to embrace the solitude that comes in the midst of your loneliness. To, to practice solitude, to practice silence for all of us, uh, we should start by simply accepting Jesus' loving presence with us at all times. We know how easily we get distracted uh, by people and noise around us. And I would, I would say that people desire noise, they desire people, and to the place where we're actually addicted to it. We want to be noticed. We want to be heard. And this practice will help us recognize God's voice and his presence with us instead of the world's. So practicing silence and solitude simply starts with a recognition recognition of Jesus as our focus. Uh, for Jesus, uh, he started his ministry with 40 formative days alone. In the midst of his ministry, when he, people were clamoring to hear him teach or to be healed, 
he ended up going away in the morning to be with his father. At the end of his ministry, when he longed for community, when he longed for the disciples to be praying with him and stay up, he found himself alone in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus knew and Jesus modeled for us a discipline of silence, of solitude, when it was just him and when it was just him and God. When we are quiet, when we are alone, it allows us time to hear from God. When we're quiet and alone, it provides us freedom from the expectations of others and our addiction to noise. And when we're quiet and when we're alone, it allows us to internalize what we already know. It allows us to reflect deeper on God's word. So, my story. In my fourth year of Bible school, I practiced this discipline along with many others. I had a great, unique opportunity to practice disciplines for an entire semester. I didn't have any morning classes. Instead of being a college student who would just choose to sleep in, I got up, and when my roommates had had left our place, I ended up spending an entire morning, up to four hours each morning, in solitude and in silence with God, every day. I'd read a little bit of scripture. I would uh, read a a small part of a a book on spiritual disciplines. And then I would simply spend the rest of the time in silence, listening for that still, small voice of God. To to do this, uh, my practice was I literally tried to hear the quietest thing that I could. So as I started, I would hear traffic or I'd hear a lawnmower outside. But slowly that noise would drown out as I listened for something quieter. The furnace fan would come on. And I would listen to the the furnace fan for a little bit, and then after that I would try to hear something even quieter. And I would hear the clock ticking. And I found that as I disciplined my ears in silence, I was able to listen better. I disciplined myself to listen better and became more attentive to God. My inner thoughts became transformed to be more in line with God's thoughts. While I was practicing this, I actually uh, thought a lot about Samuel, who ended up hearing God call him audibly. And I waited and I listened week after week hoping to hear that God would audibly speak to me. I do believe that after four months of this, that God did speak through his word and through thoughts, but I never heard the voice of God. However, uh, four months later, at the end of my Bible school time, I was in a group discerning my future. I had planned to go into outdoor guiding or, or camp ministry, something along those lines, And in this group, uh, the campus pastor spoke contrary to the conventional wisdom for me and and everyone else in the room. And he said I should go and be a youth pastor. I I brushed it off at first. I wasn't planning to work in a church. But that simple statement over the next two days was as if God was shouting at me. I couldn't sleep. I only heard that voice. 
like God was yelling at me. It was so loud that I had to obey. In the next couple of months, there was many other situations and stories that ended up happening, but that directly started my journey to become a pastor at Forest Grove 20 years ago. Even though I didn't hear God's voice when I was practicing the discipline, I believe that the Holy Spirit had trained me to be ready to hear from God when he spoke. And when he spoke, there was no missing it. It was loud and clear as I had trained my ear, trained my spirit to hear from God. Like a coach at the, at the gym, I, I don't make any guarantees that that will happen to you. However, I can tell you that the regular discipline of silence and solitude, turning your attention to God, is a great way to care for your soul. Currently, I have a family and a job, and I just can't do silence and solitude the the same way. Most of us can't. We don't have the, the time. And so now I practice this discipline when I walk to and from church. I live about 15 minutes away from the church as a, as a walk, and I listen to God. I, I don't really hear the traffic. I don't hear the dogs barking. I simply ask God what he wants, me to, what he wants to say to me, and I spend my time listening. There's lots of distractions, but I continually recenter and refocus on God as I get distracted. I doubt that many of you also have a whole semester to dedicate to this practice. So here's a few simple tips to get started uh, with this practice. The the first is find a regular time and a regular place uh, in your car on the way to work. Uh, Maybe you exercise in silence. Go for a walk. Maybe in the shower. Maybe you go and you play a round of golf all by yourself. Turn off the music. Turn off the TV, take out your earbuds, don't listen to the podcasts. Instead, focus on your breathing. Inhale, exhale, slowly. Listen to the sound of your own breath. If if you're at home by yourself, uh, set a timer so that you're not tempted to look at your watch. Start with a short period of time, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. And if you do it every day, extend it by one minute every single day. Uh, Some people recommend to to do journaling alongside of this, and that will be discussed in a couple of weeks as a a discipline. I chose not to. I don't. But what I do usually have is a notepad or a reminder app where I quickly jot down thoughts that come into my mind that are distracting, whether it's something to do, whatever it is, your grocery list or, or whatever, just so that those dis- thoughts get recorded and then I can go back to focusing. I, I would recommend for those of you starting this uh, to be conscious of how you enter and how you exit this time. Don't rush in and don't rush out. Ease your way into this intentional time. Grab a coffee, Go for a walk. Find a way to transition before you go into the next part of your day. I also suggest that uh, you start with simply asking God uh, what he wants to say to you. And then at the end, recognize God's presence with you by thanking him for being with you. 
I know that we are all bombarded by noise and by the expectations that come from others every single day. And so practicing silence and solitude will help you discern the voice of God in the midst of all the noise and all the distractions of life and clarify who God says you are, not who the culture around you says, wants you to be. That's the thought for today. Uh, check out our discussion and re reflection questions, uh, as well as you can join me this Wednesday at 8 o'clock with our uh, Zoom meeting. If you want to talk further about this or hear more about my experience, I want to hear more about your experiences. Blessings to you, Attridge. I look forward to seeing you in person as we move towards our regathering uh, back here at the Attridge facility. Hope to see you on the 23rd. If not, we will see you soon. We look forward to regathering. Blessings to you, Attridge. Sealed the from